Please keep your Bibles open there at Psalm 121. Uh, In these last school holidays, my family and I were going to do a road trip to Uluru uh, and to Alice Springs, but we didn't. Uh, Had we have gone, uh, we would have taken this kind of route out across uh, through Wagga Wagga, Uh, down to the Murray River at uh, Mildura, across South Australia, up to Port Augusta, then heading up to Cooper Pedy and then uh, on the road to Alice Springs, turning off uh, to Uluru or Es Rock. It's a long, long way. It's over 5,000 kilometres in a round trip. And that means in a two two to three-week holiday, you need to drive... Uh, for a few hours every single day. And we get along in a camper trailer, a box trailer with a bed on top and a bit of canvas that folds out, and uh, uh, doing a trip like that means setting up and packing up camp at least 15 times uh, in the holiday. It's a fair bit of work to do. Now, it's, you don't just wake up one morning and decide to hit the road uh, to Uluru. It takes uh, planning and preparation. Uh, When you get out there, you can be a long way from help. You might not even be able to make a phone call to roadside assistance. The next fuel might be a few hundred kilometres away. You need to be uh, prepared. You need to plan. And that was something that we hadn't done enough of. We've done trips like this before. We know what it takes I was not even sure if I was fit enough at the moment uh, to do the 15 pack-ups and set-ups each each day as we get along. So we stuck uh, to the familiar uh, east coast and only knocked off about 2,500 kilometres in the last couple of weeks. We'll go uh, some other time uh, to Uluru with more planning and more preparation. Now, Psalm 121 is a song for a difficult and long journey, a long road trip, a trip where there's potential for trouble. This psalm was originally composed as a travelling song for Old Testament pilgrims. They would sing this psalm as they journeyed up to Jerusalem uh, each year for religious festivals uh, to worship together and worship God at the temple in Jerusalem. The wider scope of this psalm is for all God's people who are journeying through life. And it points us to the Lord for our certain security and help. We're each on a daily uh, journey following after Jesus. For many of us, it's probably a fairly familiar journey. You can get up, load the car, strap the kids in, turn the key, and it takes little thought. We're just up and away. But there's lots that can go wrong on the trip. Lots that can bring the journey undone. Finances that can get into strife and cause us trouble. Health problems can come along. Relationships can get strained and broken and weigh on us. Safety, temptation, 
from sin that is all around us. If we were to go on a road trip to Uluru or if we were to do a hike to the top of Mount Kosciuszko in the snow or if we we're going to sail around Australia, we would be well, well prepared. Well, Psalm 121 is a preparation song, a song that we need on our daily playlist to keep turning our eyes and our attention to God that they, he might shape our mindset for the long haul. The psalm begins with a question in verse 1. I lift my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? And the answer is in verse 2. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Where do you look when trouble comes? When something has you rattled, Worried, anxious, afraid? When you are seeking comfort and security, who or what does your heart long for? For God's Old Testament people who were on the journey to Jerusalem, in the towns and the villages and the cities and the roadways that they passed along the way, they would see and come across people who sought comfort and security in other gods and spirits. There was available for sale uh, trinkets and charms and spells which they might buy and put their confidence in. Who or what makes you feel better? Is it something you can buy? Something you can eat or drink? Something that makes you feel good? What makes you feel better, advice from a friend or going to see an expert or just Googling it? Psalm 121 shows us that sure and certain help comes not from something that is made, but from the one who made all things, the Sovereign Lord. Because he's the maker of heaven and earth, because he is before and over all things, his help is unlimited. Now that's security. That's comfort. When I was in primary school, uh, my family did a three-month road trip through Queensland and the Northern Territory. And we came across some trouble uh, in that time. Unexpected things happened. On one particular day, heading west on the Barclay Highway uh, from Mount Isa across the three ways just north of Tennant Creek in the Northern Territory, we had a flat tyre. We then blew a tyre. We had a fuel problem that required pulling the whole fuel pump apart. Uh, we had a broken winch on our pop-top caravan, so the whole great idea of having a pop-top caravan that falls down was now that it was locked shut this high off the ground for a family of six. We had an exhaust fire, our exhaust pipe caught fire, and we had a car crash, which smashed three of the windows and the whole back end of the car. Things went wrong that we didn't expect. But we were never really worried about it. 
You see, my dad is a fully qualified bush mechanic. We had a toolbox on board, or part of a toolbox. We had a couple of spare parts and lots and lots of duct tape. There was hardly a problem that my dad couldn't fix when it came to cars and engines and mechanics and road trips. How much more the maker of heaven and earth should we not really be worried? How much more is God in the world that he has made and who is for his people watching over and helping us? When Jesus was leaving his disciples, we read about it in John chapter 14, on the night before he was to be arrested and crucified and die, Jesus knew better than the disciples the kind of trouble that was going to be ahead of them. They were anxious and troubled and afraid, but Jesus knew even more what was ahead of them. But Jesus said to them, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Three words, trust in God. But trust in the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Don't trust in anything that can be made, but trust in the one who made them. Who or what does your heart long for to find comfort and security? Our weak hearts run after and cling to things that are made, to idols, like Joshua warned the Israelites about in that last chapter that we read earlier on, that they will turn aside to foreign gods and idols. Our weak hearts run after and cling to those things that are made, but there is no thing and no one that can be more secure than the Lord. And so Psalm 121 invites us to believe, to declare, to say and to sing. Verse 1, I lift my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. We need that on our daily playlist to turn our hearts, our minds, our eyes, our attention, our focus to God. Now this belief and declaration is sensible because the Lord is always watching. He is alert, he is attentive. Have a look with me please in verse 3. Verse 3. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going both now and forevermore. The Lord will watch over it's the word that's repeated there the most, other than the word the. Watch, 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 watch. He doesn't get distracted. He doesn't fall asleep on the job. He doesn't get bored. He doesn't get disinterested. He doesn't get tired. He doesn't get complacent. He doesn't give up. In other English translations of Psalm 121, the word here uh, translated watches is also guards. 
or protects or keeps. It is a very active and focused watching. Always watching. Kind of a bit of a negative connotation of always being watched by Roz in Monsters, Inc., isn't it? Uh, Last Saturday, I went for a kayak along uh, part of the Clarence River where we were camping. I think I got a photo of where I took off from. Just there, an amazing part of, the, part of the river and I kayaked upstream towards the town of McLean and passing an area that even has a camping ground called Fishing Haven. On a Saturday morning on, a, on, a, on an incoming tide, there were, there were fisher people everywhere. Um, on, on, everywhere where you could find a sp- space to get down to the river, they were there uh, happily uh, fishing. But lots of sections of that river a private property, private property that's tightly protected and actively guarded. People who own the land on the river, they don't want people fishing on their land. They don't want people trespassing. There are big signs. Trespassers will be shot, questions asked later. There are big signs, there are big dogs. As I was kayaking along the bank and tucked in out of a headwind and out of the current, two great big dogs as big as horses came down and barked, barked, barked until I had gone past that bit of the property. On one property, I did see a gun. There were surveillance cameras and there were watching posts as people, sadly, I think, watched over what was theirs and said, this is mine and only mine, keep out. While the fisher people on the bits of public land were just happily enjoying uh, life, those who owned the land seemed to be so, so sad in guarding it. Well, God is always watching and He is even more active in watching and guarding his people, not to say, this is mine, keep out, but for our good. He's alert, he's attentive, he is always watching. Now, knowing that the Lord is always watching gives us a certain security in life. He is actively guarding and protecting us better than we can ourselves. He is overseeing our journey through life. Every day when we get up, when we have our coffee, when we have our Cocoa Pops, when we get in the car, when we strap the kids in, when we turn the key, when we go down the familiar roads, God is watching it. When things happen that we don't know about, that we don't expect, that surprise us, God is watching. He is overseeing our journey like a loving parent watches over a child, providing, nurturing, guiding, protecting. We are never outside God's watch, His help or His care. Now sometimes on the journey we will see trouble. We've all seen it. And... In those times, the Sovereign Lord will again highlight His loving care for us. John chapter 10 is where Jesus talks about the Good Shepherd. 
In verse 28, he's talking about the care of the good shepherd that he and his father give. Jesus says, I give them eternal life, his sheep. They shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. Is that an image that you have in your mind as you go about the familiar parts of your day? That God has like a hand that is resting around you through which no one or no thing can snatch you away. Sometimes, day to day, perhaps every day, we'll face temptation and God will enable us to stand up under it. You see this promise from 1 Corinthians? No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. It's gone round before and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear, but when you are tempted... He will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. As we go along through the familiar bits of day, as we come across temptation, God, by His Spirit, is with us, equipping and enabling us to actually stand up under that temptation and not be led astray. Sometimes we'll face disappointment, real disappointment that brings us down. And God will shine through his enduring faithfulness. The Apostle Paul, writing to the Christians at Philippi, says, The Lord is near, so do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. As we go along through life, we have God beside us watching over that we might entrust ourselves and everything to him in prayer. Now the Old Testament pilgrims needed a constant reminder. They needed a road trip song like Psalm 121. Jesus' disciples needed to be pointed again and again to God as they followed after Jesus. We too need our eyes redirected from what is made to our maker. This morning we witnessed Tim and Elizabeth entrusting themselves and their family to God. For many of us it will have reminded of times perhaps in our family where our family has made that similar kind of commitment. Whether it was our parents many, many years ago or those who here who are parents perhaps have made a similar kind of commitment in their family today. It's a commitment that only makes sense because of Psalm 121. That we might entrust ourselves to God, entrust ourselves to His faithful care and His enduring providence because He is the maker of heaven and earth who is always watching us. You see, something like baptism or entrusting ourselves and our children, it is not religious sentimentality. It is an expression of a sure and certain confidence in the loving maker of heaven and earth. 
something we'll always need to be reminded of. One of the commitments that Tim and Elizabeth made this morning is to uh, appointing one another and their children to God. They'll use the Bible to do this. They'll especially use Psalm 121. Maybe they'll use creeds and catechisms from the history of the church. Sometimes they'll use old hymns. I will sing the wondrous story. Sometimes they'll use more modern sings. When your dad is crusty and your mum's in the flap, when you spill your custard in your sister's lap, remember the Lord. He is in control. We all need a daily playlist that turns our eyes to God and shapes our mindset for the long haul. He'll watch over us. He'll guard us. He'll protect us. He'll guide us. He will do what He has promised. He holds out His grace, His mercy and His forgiveness to all who belong to Jesus. May we know and remember Psalm 121.